Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, Zoe. <laughs> Why Hello. do we always laugh? Hello, Georgia. <laughs> How do you start? All right. All right. Hi, love. All right, mate. What's happening in your world? <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you something here. It's going to okay, absolutely go blow your tiny tell mind. Me. Right. Okay. So my husband told me, Dozer told me that, you know, when you're driving in a car, <laughs> <laughs> right, on a motorway or, you know, just on a road. Yeah. And then there's a oh god this is gonna make me sound so fucking stupid and then there is a speed camera one of those yellow ones that yeah you know, is up by the side of the road i did not know that when you drove through that speed camera on the on the road there are these little white lines yeah and that tracks your speed and that's how you get caught speeding so it's to do with like how quickly you go through those white lines yeah of course no not of course i've never noticed a white line what those did, white what lines did you think they could see your dash like your dashboard i thought <laughs> i don't know i thought it was something to do with how quickly you whiz past it but no mind blown it's so the white there we go everyone <laughs> zoe for pm zoe to present a uh, news night listen stick with me guys i'm full of the useless info but now i see these white lines everywhere i've seen them. they are they're yeah a, they're there all the time but i've been driving for 20 years i've never seen them before so and i every time i say it to dozer he just pisses himself so anyway that's what's happened in my week what's happened in your week this Great. week um well actually i've got a uh, parking fine this week well there's no lines on uh, no, to you, get a parking fine they just see you park there and they give you a fine you kind of look proud of yourself <laughs> is that because you've done something really naughty and you never do anything naughty? no no no, no. I, it's just a fun it's just funny it's just a funny <laughs> it's just a funny parking fine because i get fined all the time i think i've paid for the dark for crossing oh, um, why don't you set up an auto charge because we lease cars and we're not the registered keeper and you can't otherwise I would have done well who's a registered keeper the lease company so you can't do it if you lease a car no I think well you some some companies you can but it just depends who the keeper is this I don't is know going off this, on a real this, right, we don't need to talk about cars we're not here to talk about <laughs> driving <laughs> we're here to talk about nudity because this week is about finding a new you and finding your identity again after having your kids and you are obviously only five months into having Gigi after yes. having G- are you struggling with identity not so much this time the first time definitely um we both went from living in London working in London to living in Cheltenham I feel like that the whole 
having your work taken away from you is a huge deal yeah. and also just finding another way to fill your days and fill your mind I think it's quite tricky when you when you first become a mum yeah absolutely and you are very different because you're not just looking after you you're not just it's not numero anymore you've just got this this tiny wonderful creature to look after and it's all about them and as they get older their needs increase you know now we've got two kids each and I've got Isla you know my stepdaughter as well and your whole world is filled up with looking after somebody else and suddenly you're like what what about me yeah exactly what do I want who am I what are my needs what are my lusts what are my desires yeah and sometimes like people don't change at all and they just go back to being exactly the same person as they were before with kids but I think a lot of mums and dads evolve Mm. and find maybe strengths that they didn't know they had Mm. um and things that they're more passionate about exactly and And things that matter to them more actually yeah and I think sometimes when you've you've got children you've got another priority so you almost don't care about other stuff and you'll go for things that you really believe in more yeah and you could really say that comment about the person that we're chatting to today she has got such a, a big voice on Instagram she's she's opinionated she's out there and she makes no qualms about it she'll say it how she thinks it should be said so yeah the person that oh she also loves getting naked so I like (laughs) her I like her enormously Uh, the person that we're chatting to today is Natalie Lee aka Starmy Sunday so as you know Georgia and I love to meet a powerful intelligent funny confident woman and the woman sitting opposite us today screams it across her Instagram and when you meet her in person you're like Yes, I feel it. I absolutely feel it. She has grown her Instagram to 74.9 thousand followers. She has coined finger, Friday finger. I knew I'd say it wrong. <laughs> She's fashion, but she also loves getting naked. In with us today, Starmy Sunday, a.k.a. Natalie Lee. Oh, oh God, I just had the juice on the head with my flinging hand. <laughs> Got too excited there, Zoe. How are you? I'm very good. What an introduction. <laughs> I mean, it can be Finger Friday if you want it to be. Fingering Friday. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring fingering back. It's taken me five seconds and we're already talking about fingering. This is my favourite podcast ever. Um, I mean, it is my favourite thing to do so you know (laughs) how many t-shirts have you got (laughs) daily daily um i don't know where to start because there's so much that we want to talk to you about but i guess um let's talk about how you've kind of grown your online presence and what that platform instagram means to you um how have i grown it it's grown very very oh i hate that word but organically i haven't really pushed it um it's just it's just resonated with people and if they like it then you know they share it and people are attracted to it so it's been a really long journey for me I started when Instagram first started um but I I love I love I love Instagram I mean I'm a very visual person and I get a lot of inspiration from Instagram and I learn a fuckload of things you can swear good yeah yeah yeah. I learn a lot I mean I've learned so much about different people people who I would never normally connect with so yeah it's been great for me and um I think when I started you know when my children were very young I really struggled with loneliness and identity and Instagram was a way of 
creating a community and finding out about people like you but also people very much not like you and um, yeah it kind of fulfilled both those roles for me. I think um, it's quite common when you become a mum that you sort of go through this identity crisis thing so you might have been a career woman um, everything your whole world revolved around your career and then suddenly you go off and you have a baby and you're suddenly like Oh, okay. Who, the fuck who am is I? this now? <laughs> yeah, I don't have my job and I don't know what to talk about anymore because yeah. that's what my whole life revolved around. Um, and that, you know, yeah, like you said, like going through that, trying to find like minded people, mm. staying in touch with your old self, but also finding your new self. Did you go through that kind of journey? Yeah, I think for me, the hardest thing about having children was um, not having my own income. Um, mm. That was really, really tough for me. And it was a very big, like, um, I don't know, it was like a bit of a power struggle, really how do I um and my ego obviously my ego gets in the way it's like how do I ask somebody for money or how do I talk about you know I I don't know it's just we never talk about uncomfortable yeah we don't talk about so uncomfortable no and it was like you know you're gonna give me an allowance every month and that makes me feel like a fucking kid again exactly and like all the powers completely taken away um it just represents so many different things and um when you have children yeah you don't often you don't know who you are anymore because you do give up your life and I think for me that usually was it lasted about two years after I had children and I really felt that I completely put my life on hold and I, I'd lost myself. Um, Did but you want it to comes put back. your life on hold? Um, I think before I had children, I was like, yes, I'm going to be like the most amazing Mother Earth woman. Um, you know, there's going to be yeah. lots of cuddles and I'm never going to shout. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to waft around in a floaty dress um, with flowers coming out of my hair. But that... Um, yeah, that's a fantasy. I think that and should very be a romantic. Thing. Before I had kids, I said, and then just go through all the things that you said you wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so true. Shouting is a big one. Yeah. yeah, I never wanted to be the shouty mother because I don't shout. I'm not Me a shouter. Like, I'm quite calm. Yes. I'm like yeah. almost horizontal. But you know, there's something about children that just like they know those buttons to push, don't they? And they really, really go hard and oh, poke yeah. them. We were just talking. We were just talking about that. That they've got a way of making you feel guilty about leaving them. You know, especially mm. when they can start speaking. You know, before you just get the crying and the hysterical face at the door, and then you get, "Don't leave me, yeah, mummy. You don't love oh, I'm me. I'm just going to go and get milk. It's that you don't face. love me. It's that yeah. face. I oh, know. So, don't. do you feel like once the kids were out of nappies, you've got two girls, six and ten? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you've had a rebirth? I think. I think it's happened gradually I think it's happened slowly and you start to claw back who you were before you had children I don't think it happens for everyone actually like some of my friends are very very happy being that mum at home they don't want to go out and get drunk and do shit anymore but I still do Um, (laughs) I still do too (laughs) that's why she's hobbling around at the moment Um, so yeah, it just it just comes back slowly and and gradually you claw your way back to who you really were beforehand. 
whilst main hopefully still being a good mum I think I think it for me I don't think I could be a good mum if I didn't have that other side of me that was allowed to have a really good career and and you know go out and get pissed every now and again mm. were you always because part of your Instagram is you know you're very passionate you're, you're very passionate about subjects and we love you for that like I love finger Fridays <laughs> fingering Fridays <laughs> Friday finger um, where you basically just stick a finger up to whatever's really irking you so were yeah. you like this before you had your kids or have you kind of you know found that voice and found that inner strength no I was definitely like this before I was very opinionated and very vocal about my opinions before I had children I think actually some of that was dumbed down when I had children and then I slowly started finding it again and and that was part of the loss of identity I really felt like I wasn't I, I didn't feel myself I wasn't you know being my I don't know true self I guess um because I was I felt dumbed down I just felt like I was um a lesser version of myself I guess when the kids when the girls were little yeah and were you going out to like mum groups and stuff or were you like staying at home I know I feel the same (laughs) um I fucking hate nursery rhymes but I did come on the wheels on the bus is an absolute tune oh my god (laughs) it's like just kill me now man um (laughs) I pushed myself to go out to um, mum groups. The only one I actually, like, maintained going to was one where there was a really hot fireman who used to take his kid. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come to this one. I don't care if (laughs) I have to sing nursery rhymes. Have you had any more kids since? (laughs) (laughs) He's long gone. Um, But, yeah, no... I I did go to groups. Uh, sorry, I got lost in the whole fireman thing then. Um, I did go to groups and I didn't like them. And I remember coming home from groups and just being in tears. And I was like, why is everyone else's child really good, really like sleeps through the night? They seem to be totally in love with their kid and like, and my husband was like, but they're lying. They, yeah. They're just yeah. not telling you the truth. I'm like, why the fuck would any mum lie about how shit it can be? I was like, I don't understand this. And I guess that's what spurred me on to start the whole um, blog and Instagram. I wanted to talk truthfully about, you know, the ups and the downs of it. And I just mm-hmm. didn't think there was enough women um apart from like really close friends who would actually be honest and say actually it's fucking shit and I'm really tired and sometimes I really hate my kid yeah we talk I'm about this we do. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 picture, no. Natalie we talk about this we do all the talk time. about this all the, all the time. time I told my son that I wasn't mummy the other day because the word mummy literally made my body yeah. freeze I, yeah. I'd heard it so many times I was like you know what my name's not mummy and then the next day that we went out and he was my husband plays football and he's going go on James and uh, everyone else is, was going go on daddy so we're absolutely no no we're on you. that vibe I mean I regularly <laughs> tell that. Luna that I, I can't parent her anymore when she's <laughs> like I can't parent you anymore I'm stepping out of this <laughs> she's like but yes, I don't even know what that means <laughs> I don't know either but this is fucking hell um, no we, we get it no, we yeah, talk about it, it and I think I think you do go through those months days months years where you feel like you're never going to come out of that and you're never yeah. go- you know you give so much to them mm. all the time and yes it's the best thing you ever do but 
wow, gosh, yeah. you definitely take a knock in yourself. Yeah, you do. And, and, I, and I just think more people could be honest about yeah. that. And it, it just helps, doesn't it, if you're able to have those honest chats. And it doesn't make you a bad mum. No. I think it just makes you normal. Like... I feel like if you don't feel like that and you don't have really down days, mm. then uh, I'm not sure. Truthful? I'm not sure if you're being truthful, truthful to yourself. No, yeah. hell no. There's no. no. You can you couldn't be on a high all the time. It's just impossible. So fashion, but also loves getting naked. I do love getting naked. Talk they, to me about the nakedness. They call me naked Nat among my friends. <laughs> um, We're going to call you that for the rest of the podcast now. <laughs> um, I think. Um, I started getting naked because I was shocked at how little we saw postpartum bodies in the media. I think it's a lot more prevalent now, especially with social media. Um, But when I started getting naked, it wasn't... You didn't see stretch marks and you didn't see, like, wobbly tummies and um, saggy tits and things like that. I think, you know... Whenever I have derobed and shown it in all its graces, um, people have really resonated with that and, and it's made them feel good about themselves, which is really addictive and it and it really, you know, makes me... That's why I do this. That's why I do what I do. I think I used to be um, a midwife and, you know, supporting and encouraging other women... Um, that kind of thing just it kind of it really resonates with me and that's what really helps me makes me tick did women used to talk to you about how they felt about their bodies after yeah. birth? yeah all the time um do you mean when I was a midwife yes yeah, yeah. Or, or you know in general yeah I mean yeah I mean it's so funny you one of the first things a woman would say is, oh, I, I, I didn't actually have the time to go and get waxed. I'm really sorry about this. And I was like, do you know what? If I was really bothered about how hairy your vulva is, like, I'm not the right midwife for you. I, I, ha- I will have no idea in the next, like, day what how much hair you had on your vagina so it's fine is that the first thing because i think i said something similar (laughs) but i think i said i got my husband to shave it and my husband was like fucking shut up we don't care we don't want to know we just want your baby to come out exactly (laughs) so isn't that amazing so even in that moment where you're you're giving birth to a human being people are worried about what their vulva looks like Mm, and apologizing for it yeah yeah they Exactly. And I think that's just women all over, isn't it? I think we apologise for ourselves and we're so used to adapting and, you know, trying to be something that we're not, really, because we've got all these standards and these rules that tells tells us that we need to change ourselves and be different mm. to fit in with how we're expected to be. Mm. Is Are you trying to normalise? Are, are you... Is your mindset behind... Well, what is your mindset behind (laughs) doing it? (laughs) Is it to normalise? Yeah, just to make women feel like they don't have to change and adapt themselves to be amazing, to be the best version that they can be, to, to go out there and be opinionated, to earn money and to do things without saying sorry for doing it all the time. 
Yeah, I think women apologise a lot, don't we? we like, I'm really always do. saying sorry. I'm trying to not say sorry, actually. And we're trying to learn how to say no as well, aren't we, Zoe? Oh, yeah, That's so our powerful. thing at the moment. No and fuck off. Very powerful. <laughs> very, very powerful. like, no, sorry, I can't fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about my hair. But, but fuck could off. You, <laughs> could, you, could you fuck off? Oh, no. No, you can't fuck <gasps> Okay, no, no worries. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's just too much. It's just the constant feeling of having to do too much I think but I mean we wouldn't have it any other way but it is we've been talking about stress quite a lot because the stress levels rise the more you say yes 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 and sorry yes and sorry yes and sorry all the time Mm. I think there's something very powerful about standing back and obviously putting the finger up like fuck you is also another word that you love saying yeah and it's about boundaries I'm a very very big believer in having boundaries and you know you've got to establish what your boundaries are and if somebody oversteps those boundaries or if you allow somebody to overstep those boundaries you have to recognise that and then reassert those boundaries just basically to keep yourself sane Mm. I think we do try to do far too much and take on too much there's you know so many roles that we're expected to be wife, mother, lover you know friend and we want to be expert at all of them but it's it's so much pressure it is. Yeah, you so please. Yeah, so go on. no, because I was just going to say that you came. What was it about four weeks ago, George, and just said I feel like I'm not doing anything well. I'm yes. doing lots of things, yeah. kind of okay, but not really. But you know, I'm not actually nailing one thing because I'm spreading myself so thin. So Do it's about you, I setting think those all bar- women feel like that. Yeah. Mm. Even if you haven't got children, I think it's something that we really do. We we just we we want to please, and we want to do everything really well, and that just puts on so much pressure on us. I sat on um, a panel a couple of weeks ago, and it was about balance. And so everyone else on the panel was a woman, and there was it feels one like this is a guy. key word at the moment. <laughs> yeah, balance. balance. Everyone's asking about balance. Yeah, and so there was yeah, there's four women and one guy, and. We went along, do you feel like you've got balance? Every woman said no and explained the various reasons why they didn't. And the guy said, yeah, oh yeah, I feel like I've got balance. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine. And it basically came to it that like, say for instance, when my, when my kids are asleep, I see that as an opportunity to do other stuff, do everything else, everything else. Like I can get loads of stuff done when they're napping. Whereas my husband, on the other hand, would see that as time for himself yeah. and to do something for him. And mm-hmm. he wouldn't feel guilty about that. So we should take more of what they think. Yeah, and yeah. It, it was a common theme in this conversation that the guy just couldn't understand why we would want to take on all this stuff. And he was like, but why would why would you do that, though? It's interesting, though. Cause you've got an hour, watch something if you want to. Like, if yeah. that's what you want to do, do it. And we were all like, oh, yeah, 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 maybe we should. Maybe we will. <laughs> yeah. oh, are, yeah. you, are you quite good at, at kind of setting those boundaries for you? Like, have you got things in your life now ordered? I, my life is definitely not ordered. But with your boundaries? The most chaotic, unorganised person you will <laughs> ever meet. Um, but, yeah, my boundaries, I, I'm quite... Um, I'm quite firm about my boundaries Mm. and if I do need a rest or if I do need to say no if I do need to cancel a meeting and have a massage I will do it right if if that's gonna make me feel better and I'm gonna be better than yeah the next day I love that even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm going to channel my inner nap next time. I'm like, I don't want to go to this fucking meeting. Um, I'm interested to find out. I'm to kind of kind of delve beneath the surface slightly on this uh, on this nudity and body. You know, the, the, the I love watching your body on Instagram, but I'm interested to I'm interested. In <laughs> so that. do a lot of people. A lot of people love it. <laughs> what you think is missing from the media, and what you think is missing from the pre- like press, and what you think is being shown and what isn't being shown, because that's really what we're talking about here. Really, is that we're not we're only seeing one type of body type. Yeah, I mean things have definitely moved on um, from just seeing white, blonde, skinny women in the media. They are. Um, Lots more brands coming up that are showing um, a diverse range of body sizes and different ethnicities, which is absolutely brilliant. I think there's still a lot more work to be done because it's still fairly niche. Um, I think it has to be across the board. And, you know, like for when you look on brands' websites, you you see... You still see the same kind of women on the websites. They're very similar sort of ilk. They're all models and they're all a similar sort of size. So it'd be really nice if there was that diversity in the sort of one-off body positive campaigns that there was on the sort of standard websites. I think I would love to see that more. Yeah, when you're shopping. We were actually earlier trying to find Zoe a dress for tonight. And I said to her, do you know what? It's actually just so hard to shop. Like when you're looking at one body type, mm. you can't imagine what it looks like on someone else. And that's that's why Instagram mm. has been so successful, I think, yeah. especially with fashion, because yes. women love seeing clothes on people Other women. who look like exactly. them. Yes. And, yeah. and you can tell what it's going to look like on you because they've got tits and so have you. And yeah. they've got a bum or some hips. And, you know, it's just really nice to see that reflected. And then you'll go, oh, yeah, I can get away. I, not I can get away with it. I can really I can rock, rock it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's why that's the kind of Instagram and social media has, has filled that hole that was lacking in the media for so long. But slowly the media is definitely, you know, trying to claw it back and and become a bit more inclusive. I, I just feel like there's still so many stereotypes out there that haven't been addressed or modernised or looked at, refreshed. For example, take uh, the real mum label where, for example, I won't be used on a job because I don't look like a real mum how much more of a oh yeah that's been said to me really how much more of a real mum do you want me to be I've got three you know two children a stepchild who I you know adore them all work Mm. hard look up mother them look up but I'm not a real mum what does a real mum look like I'm not allowed well exactly yeah exactly what's a real what's a real mum not a real mum but I also feel that if you are a mum 
it's very one dimensional. You can't be a mum who also enjoys masturbating and having sex and going out drinking and doing drugs. But you know, it's very, you know, you have to be this one type of mother who is very kind and lovely and says please and thank you and I'm <laughs> sorry and not where's my dildo. Yes. No, we don't we don't like that at all because we feel that that's not a label that does that shouldn't label you as to who you are. That's just a part of your, your yeah. being you know, well we're not... multifaceted aren't yeah. we yeah. and we can still be all of those things we don't have to be a one t- one trick pony and and I think that's the problem with the media in general they like to put you in a box and they, mm. they like to put you firmly there and you can't deviate from that at all so you want to break down that stereotype yeah absolutely self-servicing yeah why not <laughs> I love the email that you sent me earlier on that you were like, I can also talk about self-pleasuring. And we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. And do you feel that that is a part of motherhood that people don't discuss? Yeah, um, not just motherhood, just just humanhood, whatever that is. Um, I think think, um, self-pleasure for me was about exploring my body obviously but I think that women especially are so used to having other people explore their bodies Mm. and we often find out about our bodies through other people um and obviously if you're heterosexual that's a man but um I I remember when I was a kid obviously before I was a midwife and um, an adult I didn't know I had a clitoris I didn't know what a clitoris was I'd never been spoken to about it in no, sex education no actually they don't even mention it no of course they don't and no. my first boyfriend definitely didn't know what a fucking clitoris was I can tell you <laughs> but that but you never talked you never taught no, it you're you're never, no. I never even mentioned to you no. I think I I think I faked orgasms for the first four years of oh, my sexual life oh hell yes of course then, yeah, yeah absolutely I'm like, and then yeah. suddenly out of nowhere bang age 21 mm. first ever orgasm and I said to my boyfriend at the time I was like what's what? the fuck was that and he goes I think you just had your first orgasm and I was like oh my god mind blown almost never been as good since no Um, (laughs) it's incredible right yeah it absolutely is and I want to be really open and honest with my kids and just say you know what touching yourself is not only normal but encouraged Mm. and if you do that in the privacy of your own space then like fill your boots and do it as much as you want I think um, self-pleasure for me has been about reclaiming my body when I after I had my children I really lost a lot of confidence and I was very depressed about how my body looked because I just didn't expect it to change so much I thought you know that horrible phrase it was going to snap back and um I was yeah just really surprised about the differences um that how it looked now after after children so self-pleasure I think I think you know, the more orgasms I gave myself, the more my confidence grew. Mm. And I think that it has so many benefits in terms of, you know, relationships and, yeah, confidence and everything. I think it's really important. I you agree. know what, though? Going back to the media, just thinking about it, 
you it's always like teenage boys isn't it yeah. wanking you know like on um, the in-betweeners that's they're yeah. the they're the like the visuals the, the visuals and the yeah. represent like the representation that we grow up with Absolutely. we don't you never hear about girls doing that mm, what wanking like, yeah you'd never you don't <laughs> you can say it. It. <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> no i'm Georgia so Khan. awkward she's oh, doing so no, well i'm doing better now no you've come on loads we should, we, this. should we just say, like, look in my eyes yes. and say wanking just one more time no don't make no. me do that yeah do it oh, <laughs> wanking yes! I feel free oh, um, those baby blue eyes look straight into mine <laughs> this is the best moment on the podcast in two years I need a drink now oh she's just got all red <laughs> Hello. well done my darling I'm so proud of you Thank I'm touching you, you now <laughs> These are just my eyes. I have this kind of seductive look you that do. I give everyone. You do. <laughs> no, I think George is right because it is. You, you, it's almost like we're not supposed to do it. Yeah, and and obviously sex education they don't teach girls how to masturbate or that you can masturbate or you know the different ways to do it and i think it's um i think it's important to discuss it much more freely without the shame attached to it because you know i did a thing on instagram recently and asked them what I asked women how they feel about masturbation and you know what they were told as children and, a, and there were so many horrible things that they were told. Like, you know, I was going to go blind if I, what? if I, yeah, and wow. and and they would lose friends. And there's just some from really, who from their parents, other kids, or other kids. Other kids. Oh, I was going to say, oh. blimey, yeah. I think it's a weird one, isn't it? Like body parts with toddlers because they don't quite understand what they're saying. Yeah. Like the other day, for instance, my son was in the car and he's. <laughs> I don't know where this has come from. He was going, he's got a teacher at school called Jan and he was going, Jan's a man, she's got no boobies. Jan's a man, she's got no boobies. And I was literally like... Oh my God. Laughing without showing him that I was laughing. Wow. Because I was thinking... But inside I was thinking, where on earth has that come from? Yeah. Firstly, I don't say the word boobies. I yeah. don't know where you'd hear the word boobies. Little mates, it's their little mates. Like, I feel like that their... must have come from a mate, maybe then from a parent. Boobies. He's three. three. He's not like he's... He's yeah. at preschool. Like, boobies, Jan's a man. But that's She's all got no boobies. Jan. I've got no boobies. Like, I'm not a man. Well, but I, I think Jan has got boobies. Oh, I, I, I mean, I just don't know where it came from. And also, how do you even address that? Because I was... I, I didn't say anything. No, I, I just think, carried on driving yeah, yeah. and thought, I'm not going to pay any attention to this and hopefully it's just going to go away. No. But one day there'll be a time where it doesn't go away. I probably would have asked where they yes. heard that from. Yeah. 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 Because um, that might be going around a lot at school and she might hear it. Poor that Jan. wouldn't be very... I know. I feel sorry for her and now. Me. You go give her a hug. Oh, Jan, if you're listening, yeah, Jan, it's we love okay you, Jan. not to have boobies. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Jan's probably sitting there thinking, oh, I have got boobies. My yeah. boobs are brilliant. It's They're a lovely seat cup <laughs> underneath <laughs> this awful outfit that I've got to wear at nursery. Um, <laughs> so can we talk about um, 
Friday Finger. Yes. Where, where did that come from? And um, what subjects do you um, do you kind of say fuck off to? Um, it depends on what's bothering me at the time. Usually something triggers it. And what is it for people that don't know? Okay, so every Friday I stick up my middle finger to something that's, you know, bugging me. So it could be the patriarchy, it could be to beauty standards, it could simply be to somebody who's being a bit of a dick. Um so yeah I, it's just something um that people can look forward to every friday and i quite like the i think people like that familiarity oh, i can't say it familiarity familiarity <laughs> i can't say it either. i think people like that um it's familiar some, to them some some routine in in content right. and it's nice to come back and see that every friday they know it's coming and they're they're waiting for it to see what it is this week Okay, so yeah. So, like, for example, would you do it if someone bumped into you on the train? You'd be like, fuck you to the lady that bumped into me on the train, like someone did to me. I've no, I've never done, no. No. And I'm not like, I'm not an angry person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, they probably just made a mistake. Like, we all bump into each other sometimes. Zoe's sitting there with a voodoo doll of the women who bumped into her. And I just turned around to her and said, I have to get to work as well. And then she was like, that. And I thought, don't be mean to me, you're being a meanie. Yeah. So if I had the... But then you've got to think about, you know what, they've probably had a really fucking shit oh, day. No. They've probably, you know, their husband might be fucking about or they've lost their job or who knows? Yeah, something's happened. They've got... <laughs> yeah. they smashed the sushi man was rude as well. The sushi man was rude. <laughs> mm, annoying. It is annoying. <laughs> he is. But he's, what he's you, he's a bigger sushi. thing. What you've got to think about is, look, their lives are probably really fucking shit, so I'm going to be even nicer to you if you're going to be horrible kill them with kindness yeah Yeah, absolutely Um, I feel like we could just sit here and chat to you forever and (laughs) ever and ever but I've just seen the clock and we can't I know so at the end of every podcast we like to talk to our guests again and ask them for their five favourite five favourite products products. Anything. What kind of products? Um, beauty or anything like something you use. Like my vibrator. Yes. You could, yeah, oh you can say a vibrator. You can say, you can say anything. Whatever, whatever you want. Okay. That you love. Within reason that I'm not gonna. Like, no, no. You can collapse. say whatever you want. No, you can. I'm brave. Okay, so it's definitely got to be my vibrator, which is um, Lilo. Yes. I love my Lilo. Yeah, it's like me too. My BFF. So I get my one is the Sonar. The Sonar two. Yeah, got it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, got it. This is this got is a it. running theme. Yeah, isn't everyone, it? Love, this, everyone this, loves the Sonar. They do. The Sonar is the is one. Is it? Have you? Has it been mentioned before? Well, me and Anna Whitehouse yeah. got given one when we were doing our Sunday nights together on Heart. Oh. Um, we got sent one, and Anna like freaked out and then left us like not even charging in the kitchen. And then I sent her a photograph that uh, the next night of it next to our bed, fully charged. And I went, <laughs> I'll let you know how this goes. They're like eighteen minutes later or something I came back on I was like that was incredible she goes 18 minutes yeah that's actually a long time well no we had sex as well okay fine Yeah. the first time I used it I think yeah I came within I don't know not even a minute yeah it was it was really that quick yeah Um. you need to get one <laughs> okay it's on my it's like, my Christmas list seriously, seriously need to get one okay so that's my first one and uh, another product is my MAC lipsticks well that's more than one yeah. but I, I love the retro matte lipstick range because they you put them on in the morning and they will last all day so um that's my next one um what else the mac lipsticks are great yeah yeah they really are yeah 
looking in your bag. Sorry, I'm just looking in my bag for inspiration. Oh, yeah. So this is my um, my perfume or my fragrance, which is the Clarins. Uh, how do you say that? Oh, oh that dynamisante. Yeah, whatever. It sounds a lot more sexy <laughs> when you say it. Um, that's that another one. Is cracking up. <laughs> Um, I love that. What else? What else? What about I any brands, like... clothing brands that you love, like hidden gems? Because obviously you're big into your fashion. I am big into my fashion. I mean, I've got a rolling contract with Marks and Spencers, and I think Marks and Spencers get quite a bad rap actually. And when, but when you go in there, you can find some real gems. Yes, absolutely. Their coat selection this season season is amazing um also their cohorts i wear a lot of they've got a lot of um knitted skirts and tops that are just yeah i'm really feeling them this season we send a lot of love to mns because we also yeah. really rate their underwear the laundry oh, is just yeah. so good yeah it is the um bra tops with no under underwire yeah Perfect. I wore yeah. them the whole way through both my pregnancies. But you should swear still by them. wear them now. I, they're just a bit big now. Just need to buy smaller ones. Oh, <laughs> that's all. Yeah. I yeah. was like, your tits are too big. Her name no. is Jan. She got yeah. no boobies. <laughs> Her name is Georgia. I'm a man and I've got no boobies. <laughs> um, what else? Um, I would say what moisturizer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're gonna say what moisturizer. I like herbivore. Um, I use a lot of that. I, I use a lot of face oils, especially at night time. Herbivore? I've never heard of that brand. Have you, G? No. Yeah, really Where do you buy Herbivore? Nice. Online, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, what else? Well, that's it, I think. That's yeah, fine. That's oh, was that fine? Right. Yeah, yeah you've done, that's fine. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. M&S, Herbivore. Lilo. Oh, duh. Clarins. Clarins. Lilo. And your lipstick. And Lila. Yeah, and Lila. Yeah, fine. Um, and just before we say final goodbye, because I feel like I need, I feel like I'm going to get something really powerful out, out of you now. For anybody that's at home and they're struggling to find themselves after, I hate that word, but let's be honest, finding the, a new you after having baby, advice? Oh, gosh. I think don't be afraid to put yourself first sometimes. I think it's really easy to feel like you owe everyone everything and you come really far down at the bottom of that list. But it's really important to take some time out to really indulge in yourself and replenish that cup. Um, I'm a big believer in um, filling... I can't even remember the phrase now. Filling, uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. That's the one. Yes. Um, so yeah, just make sure you fill up that cup. Yay! Love that, Natalie. Thank what an you. absolute treat! Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's a dream. Oh, she was amazing. She was. Oh, wasn't she? Yeah, really inspirational. Um, and so passionate as well. Yeah, you could feel it coming off of her, couldn't you? That she just really knew who she was. Yes. Like, I really felt like we we, we, we saw the real Natalie sitting there. And um, I love how she uses, like, her creativity with her fashion, as well as, like, dance and getting her kit off. And she's just out there. Yeah, she's just embracing who she is like, and, you, like, going for it. Yeah. Would you ever dance around on Instagram in your bra and pants? No. There is no, no. way that we would do that. The day you see me do that, send help. 
<laughs> because that's not me. No. Like, that's the thing, isn't it? But I love watching Zoom. Oh, I'm me. I'm brilliant. Me. Yeah, she was amazing. Um, Absolutely brilliant. So I think it's a bit of a weird one to do products for this because I don't think there's five products that can help you find your identity after becoming a mum or find the new you. But there are lots of things you can do. Um mm. To help you like not lose yourself. Yeah, or just rediscover the, the person that you are after having your kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's a great initiative, um, it's actually a company called Digital Mums, um, and their hashtag is work that works. So they're all about helping mums find new careers. So they train mums up um, in social media in social media or like digital stuff. Um, <laughs> digital online stuff? <laughs> yes, all of the techno world. <laughs> um, and then they obviously help them find work and help them set up their own business and find work that actually works around having kids. So th- I'm sure there's lots of things like that, but that's one example. That's incredible. Yeah. What, what an amazing thing to do because, you know, you can feel so lost and have zero idea what that new person wants to do exactly. and, um, and to rediscover. So that's brilliant. Yeah, we love that. We also think, Georgia and I, and I know it sounds slightly kind of like, oh, just go and get a blow dry. But changing things like your hair. Yeah. Like, for example, putting some curls in it, or if you always wear it curly, straighten it or have it cut or have it dyed or whatever, can really help you find the new you and just to feel like, you know, yeah, I'm stepping out. I'm not the old person any longer. I've got a new look. I feel great. You can use it creatively with your with fashion as well. Yeah, exactly. Mixing up your wardrobe. Yeah, if you've been, you know, wearing black the whole pregnancy, going out and buying a really jazzy, bright pink animal print coat. Yeah. That's going to make you feel confident and, um, yeah, just different, yeah. I guess. Um, or things like taking up a new hobby. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. Like, I'm my best friend Ben, who is the worst singer in the whole entire world, has taken up singing lessons because he's like, I want to do something different. I want to find, I want to tap into that inner songstress. <laughs> songstress? I was like, you're, you're shocking. Stop sending me videos of flying without wings. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Ben, if when you're listening. When Axel was first born, um, James and I started having Spanish lessons. Hola. I mean, that's as far as we got. Really? Li- literally. No, we did it for a few weeks and then realised we wasn't really sure where we were going. But like maybe it could be dance lessons. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, taking up some painting, just whatever you love, really. Taking yourself out of your comfort zone or doing something that makes you feel like you. Go and be a life model. Go and be a life. You'd love that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, me and Starmy Sunday together. Eh? <laughs> Get naked. <laughs> uh, listen, that uh, finishes off the podcast for this week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe to our podcast, Mobile Mamas, because that kind of spreads the word around. It does. Um, and if you want to drop us a line, um, it's at Made by Mamas or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman. Mm, and we love you long time. We'll see you next week for more chats. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. 
And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com.